Hello and welcome to another episode of the Couch Coaches Podcast, where we talk about everything going on in sports. And Brother Bill and I have we're very excited to let everybody know that told us at church that we were wrong, that the Niners are legit, and we whoop on teams. That seems to be what we do. Cowboys and Eagles, not even close, both times. Brother Bill, it is my pleasure to let you take this topic first. I can honestly say that I was surprised at the score. I expected a closer game. Um, what I didn't expect was that the Niners offense was going to not just get rolling, but stay rolling the whole game. I can't think of the last time. It's been a long time since I've seen that offense look this good. I mean, they have to go all the way back to the 94 Super Bowl season to see when they've just been racking up score after score. Um, consecutively, I mean, it had never been done, but I mean, they never done in their history scored six straight touchdowns. I mean, and that's saying something. Um, the other thing that stood out for me is how well the defense played. Uh, if you take away, you know, Dre Greenlaw deciding to body slam, uh, sw you know, Swift there and giving up that field position, get you know, and changing the field position, I don't know that the Philadelphia Eagles even would have gotten to the end zone on uh, again. And so that 19 points that they got. I don't. The game went, wasn't even that close. If you if you watched it, just to see how well the Niners' offense and especially their defense played, and Philly had just no answer offensively or defensively. Um, they couldn't run the ball, which I didn't expect them to. Um, Jalen Hurts was their only running game, and I said last week, running quarterbacks, you know, leading your team—that's not a formula for success. They got away with it with other teams. Um, the Niners' defense was their defensive line was ready for that. Um, they dominated the line of scrimmage like I knew they would have to in order to win the game. But once they got rolling, like I said, it was it was lights out. Um, I'm I'm hoping that they can just in celebrate the win and be ready for Seattle on Sunday because I expect that to be a dogfight. Um, the Eagles are they're still the Eagles, you know. I expect them to bounce back just like the Cowboys bounced back when we thumped them in Week Five. And it's going to make an interesting last, you know, five games of the season. Um, but the Niners, they have, they know who they are. And if they play their potential, then I like their chances in the postseason. But we'll just kind of wait and see. Next thing up is Seattle on Sunday. Deacon Hill, thoughts on our 49ers? Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Here they go. <laughs> Talk, talk all that wick wack last Sunday, and that's all you got. Come on, man. Yeah, I got no text. I, all I heard was I'm gonna get text on Sunday. I got zero text from anybody. I had to hear it last week, man. Come on. No, I well, hey, I give you guys credit. Uh um, like I said, you guys went in there and you thumped them. But I Bill, I, I won't say that the, the game wasn't that close. It was, I mean, they the Philadelphia put up 19 points. They and that that ain't brag, that ain't nothing to write home about. Uh, their formula, they they don't have a running game. There's no, I mean, they came out, Jalen Hurst had like three hours in the pocket to try to find somebody. That was you guys' strong point downfield, the coverage downfield. He never could find a receiver, you know, to open. And, and I mean, but he was staying back there forever trying to find someone. But, uh, yeah, I think that they, they, like you always say, Bill, you got to, even though you can't run, you got to try. They wasn't even trying to run the ball. You know, I think they had like, I forgot the stat was like 25 yards or something like that running the ball, but yeah, they didn't even, they didn't even attempt to run the ball. So they have, you have, you know, but yeah, I'm going to give the Niners credit for what they did. They, and 
They were clicking on all cylinders. McCaffrey was running. You guys had your running game going with McCaffrey. Debo got loose and did what he does. And, you know, everybody contributed. And and, uh, and your quarterback, you know, he executed the, the game plan all the way down. So right now, the Niners are atop of the, the NFL, the whole NFL, the AFC. I'm looking at the AFC. I don't see anything over there. So, yeah, I give credit to the Niners, but it's still, you know, you still got to play some games. So. We will see. But right now, I will give you guys the credit that you deserve. You went in there and thumped those guys. I did not see that coming at all. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that when you're talking about the amount of time that Jalen Hurts had, I think that's part of our strategy. Yes. Is we don't we're not aggressive going towards the quarterback. We just kind of create this pocket around him. No, 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 no. And and that's and, and we couldn't get by the guys one on one. But my, my my the thing that I love is that they have hardcore, legit wide receivers. And even with all that time, the wide receivers were having a very hard time finding an opening. And to me, that was the most impressive part because as a Niners fan, one of my biggest concerns is, has been up to this point, our secondary. And you don't get, I mean, the, the wide receiver combo in, in Philadelphia is, is legit. And the fact that he had all that time and still couldn't find dudes except for like those slants were kind of getting us until the very end when we almost killed that guy. Um, it, to me, that, that was say that though, but I'm thinking if they would have had a running game, see, that would have brought your DBs and everybody. They would have been had to try to, you know, look look for the running, but they didn't. They didn't worry about the run. We just playing the pass. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I'm sure, I'm sure the NFC Championship game that that will be a big time adjustment. If the Eagles get there, but who's going to beat them? Well, if they don't Dallas? get if if they don't win the division, then that means they're going to have two road games. And depending on who they play in the playoffs, like I said, the key for them is they got to just, they, they got to finish strong. The way I look at it, and actually I want to comment something that uh, Deacon Hill said. The reason uh, the reason why Hurts had all that time in the pocket was that was by design. See, typically the Niners, the way they rush a quarterback, they, they rush and they're trying to get to him. They made a concerted effort to keep him in the pocket because he's their running threat. Now, did they want to give him five, six seconds? No, of course not. But again, the idea was just to make sure that he stayed in front of them so that they didn't rush past him. Then all of a sudden, you've got these running lanes where you can take off and kill him with his with his legs. Now they're not going to do that next week against um, against Seattle because that's that's a different animal, right? But for Hertz, because they talked about it um, earlier this week, um, I don't know who it was that commented. I mean, it's not that they gave away their whole strategy, but there was talk about that. Yeah, that that was that was part of their strategy was to keep him in the pocket contained and keep him in front of them. And it worked pretty well. Did you see, did you see David Carr? And this has to be just for clicks. He, if he actually thinks this, he's, he should, he's not smart enough to be on TV. He was advocating for Mariota being in instead of Hertz. Cause he thinks Mariota could do better. And I'm like, what, what world are you in right now, dude? I was surprised they put her back in the game. Sir, he passed. Con that was the fastest time I've ever seen a quarterback clear a concussion protocol during the game because the game was the game was over it was over at 35 to 13 yeah i i know i know the likelihood of us playing them again in the playoffs is very very high and the fact that the i can't think of the dude's name the dude that they drafted from georgia the fact that he was crying at the end of the game means that next time we play them the emotions are going to that defensive line is going to be on fire he was crying because what alabama did well, he's, he wasn't quite, it was, those were not tears of joy. Those were tears of, I just got my butt kicked on TV uh, all day. Was it Hassan, was it Hassan Reddick? No, no, no. The, the, the dude, the, 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 the rookie, 
The rookie that Anthony, dropped that. Anthony something, the one from Georgia, yeah. Had that likes to race cars. Yeah. Oh, 90, number yeah. 98. And notice what they did. I mean, Hassan's Reddick was them, I think, mentioned once in that game. So, again, another thing that, that, that stood out to me was they made – they weren't going to rec- let Reddick beat him. Now, their d- defensive line, they you know, they got to Purdy a couple of times early, but once – and Deacon Hill mentioned it. Once the Niners got that running game going – it was lights out because that just opened up their whole offense and they were able to do things with Debo and McCaffrey in the second quarter. It was a wrap. Those Debo long touchdowns, that was a sison on the cake. Yeah, those I will say that the way that they approached the beginning of the game was was different. It's almost like they just kind of they kind of just waited to kind of see a few series of what the Eagles were going to do on both sides. And it, I will I will admit the first couple the first couple uh, like the first quarter. I'm I'm texting you going, this I don't I don't really like the way this this looks and then it just I didn't like it at all. <laughs> like they turned the like switch it. on. Yeah, I'm like Kyle, don't. Oh. I was about to I was about to text Joe, but uh, <laughs> good thing you waited. But it, it, and it, it felt like it felt like what the Patriots would do in the Super Bowl. Like you just you don't really do anything the first quarter. You just kind of see how they're going to come at you, and then you and then you take off. And we yeah. man, when we took off, we were. You're gone. And like I said before, you guys, there's no way that, that Philadelphia could get into a track meet with you guys. You know, that ain't gonna happen. They gotta it gotta be a dog fight. They ain't they ain't got enough weapons and to, to run with you guys like that. So they have to, you know, they gotta well, try to well, well if Hertz could get out and run, that's that's how they that that's how you do the track meet with us. But he but the way we were con- containing them, it just he had to throw the ball. We made him one dimensional and Dickon Hill said it again. They 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 only ran the ball 18 times. You gotta if you're not gonna stop the run, you're not if you're not gonna stop the other team's running game, you dang sure better have some sort of running game of your own just in order to give your defense some rest. Exactly. And like you say, Hurst hasn't been running all season, not like he was last year. Because his knees messed been, up. Been, been, he has some nagging injuries going on and stuff, but he hasn't been that you can even tell in that game he didn't want you know, when he got that went out for that uh concussion thing. You know, he got bent backwards and hit all kind of way. He usually don't take that kind of punishment, you know. Right. So, yeah, I think I think as soon as this season's over, you're going to hear he's going to have a knee scope or he's going to have some his knees got got something. But I'm I'm okay with that. Um, So switching to the AFC. There's another injury last night with with Trevor Lawrence. So the Jags are done. The Bengals are done. The Chargers suck mostly because of their coach. The Bills suck. I don't know how or why they suck. People seem to have figured out the the Steelers are are not that good and can pounce on them. So you have these two teams at the top, and this is this is just assuming that it's a down year for Kansas City and they don't figure it out. I suspect that they'll figure it out somehow because they have a great coach and a great quarterback and everything. But let's just assume that they that they don't figure it out. Who is a bigger disappointment for not making the Super Bowl this year? Is it Baltimore or is it Miami? And uh, Deacon Hill, I'll let you go first. Or or is it somebody else that I'm not thinking of? Yeah, well, I, I think those will be the two top favorites, you know, Miami and, and Baltimore, other than than, than Kansas City. And you know, I'm really worried about Kansas City right now. I don't know if they will figure it out. They got some big issues going on over there. But I would think it would probably – I would say it would be Baltimore because Baltimore is supposed to be – they were supposed to be loaded this year. You know, they gave uh, Lamar all that money. They brought him in some receivers. The defense is supposed to be stout. You know, and so I, I think they're, they they sh- should be uh, favored over over Miami. You know, Miami, they were trying to work things out. I, I, I'm really surprised that Tua 
is still on the field from what I seen last year. So that's where my biggest concern was with, with Miami is I don't know how long Tua would be around. So he's been, you know, he's been healthy. He's been able to play and, you know, and they're a good team. But I, I just still don't think Miami's defense is is, is, is as stout as, as, as Baltimore's defense. So I think Miami just, you know, they they depend more on on their offense. So I think I think if if, if Baltimore don't make it all the way at least to the the uh, to the Super Bowl, you know, or the AFC Championship, then that they would be a bigger disappointment in my my view. Brother Bill, yeah, I think what's tough for the Ravens is the fact that they lost their running back early in the year, and and the fact that they even have the ninety three record now, I think that's testament to how how well the team is playing. And so, I mean, given that, and Deacon Hill said it, they have a better defense. Sure, Miami is explosive offensively, um, but ex- offensive explosive teams typically don't make it to a Super Bowl if they don't have a defense to come along with it. And uh, we, we, I mean, we'll see when they play Buffalo again at home, right? Because Buffalo, you know, put it on them when they were in Buffalo early in the year. And so I, I agree. I think that the, the Ravens, I believe, are the more complete team. Um, and so if they don't make at least make it to the AFC championship, much less the, to the Super Bowl, um, that would be a disappointment. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think I think it's Baltimore and it's probably Baltimore mostly because they they kind of revamped like they they went through all that stuff with Lamar last year, signed her to this massive contract, which means he's the dude. He's the guy that can get us to the Super Bowl. And this this year with all these injuries and all these teams, I mean. The top it's like Jacksonville's out, Steelers suck, Browns suck, Colts suck, Texans are sort of. I mean, unless the Bills just turn it on, like the the play the playoffs games are gonna kind of suck this year for the AFC, except until until you like get that that whole first round's gonna be like like you'd almost guarantee who's gonna win. But then you have a game like last night where Jake Browning comes out of nowhere and throws for 300 yards. This dude hasn't played since basically hasn't played since college. And just came out, just lit up the 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 Jaguars defense, and I, and I thought the Jaguars defense was was pretty good. And maybe part of it is, you know, they have no tape on him because he hasn't done anything in years. But that was, I maybe the AFC will just be be big surprises this year. But they, it seems well, weak. Trevor Lawrence could come back because he has a high ankle sprain. I mean, he's questionable for Sunday, although I doubt it. I expect them to sit him. But even if he does come back, I mean, uh, again, of the of the AFC contenders. I look at which team is the most complete and has a defense that can travel. Um, Pittsburgh has a defense, but they don't have, now they don't have a quarterback again. Right, and, they didn't really have one before. So, and and if you hold them under you know seventeen points, you got a good chance to win. They don't put up enough points, Seven. right? Um, um, like I said, Miami, if they ever got a defense to be half as good as that offense, I would give them the nod for trying to get to the Super Bowl. But we'll and see. I, and I still think like they still have Fangio. So even if they don't have like this elite personnel on defense, I just, man, I, I feel like when they get into the games that they have to win, I feel like, cause he is, that dude was elite with us. Granted, we had good players, but the way the players talk about him and how he sets up a game plan and stuff, I just expect him when it, when it comes, gets down to crunch time, I expect it to be almost like he's kind of figuring stuff out, how to use people and everything still. And I, I feel like they're going to be able to turn it on when they have to, like with, with it, with a really good game plan. Uh, when it when it gets to crunch time, well, and we'll and we'll see. And Tua, yeah, how Tua is still around? I, it's crazy compared to what he was last year. <laughs> All right, switching to switching to college football. Um, we had the huge announcement before uh, before church on Sunday, and I was watching it like like I care about any of these teams realistically. I don't really care about any of these teams, but 
I was watching it just like I wanted to see what was going to happen with Bama, what was going to happen with Georgia, what was going to happen with FSU, Texas. I mean, it was it was a great it, it was a, it was a great like championship weekend going into that. And um, I was advocate. I wanted FSU out of there because they were just horrible the last couple of weeks without their quarterback. They were a completely different team. Um, and all I've seen since then is Danny Cannell is the biggest baby I have ever seen. This dude will just not let it go. It's like he's been crying about it in his soup for for three days now. And it's just every time I'm on Twitter, it's just how can they do this and, and all this stuff. And and I'm like, did you see your team score like six points against a terrible Louisville team? I mean, it's not it, it's to me, it would have been it would have been terrible. Michigan would have loved it because they would have stomped them. Georgia is going to blow them. I mean, Georgia is a. FSU is a 14 point underdog to Georgia. How could you put them in the in the in the 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 playoffs if you're a 14 point to a technically fifth place team? But now that I've gone on my whole rant, brother Bill, thoughts on the 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 games that we're going to see. If you have any thoughts on FSU or Georgia or any other teams, um, who do you think is going to win? What do you think about FSU? All that stuff. Well, I'll jump right to who I think is going to win. And that's Alabama. Um, how they how they get there, uh, Michigan as 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 well as they've been playing, as good as they looked against Ohio State, it's a bad matchup for them having to play Alabama in the semifinal. Um, Michigan's style uh, offensively doesn't match up well against Alabama's defense, especially considering what they just did to Georgia. So sorry, sorry Wolverines. Um, I mean. Could be wrong, but I can just see them getting bounced in the semifinal. And then the Washington-Texas game is going to be a barn burner because Washington can put up. I mean, I think the over-under on that one game should be 80. I have to think it's going to be high scoring. And whoever has the ball last might very well win. And and whoever comes out of that, after spending so much just to get to the final, Alabama's going to be waiting on them. I'm actually going to look that up right now. Um, so, uh, uh, Deacon Hill, who do you think, who do you think is going to, uh, who thinks going to go to the championship? Who do you think is going to win the championship? Some of my intelligence is rubbing off on, on brother Bill. I mean, he said, just took everything out of my mouth right there. You know, Alabama, I, I, I agree with him The matchup with, with, uh, Michigan. I mean, Michigan tries to be a, a physical team and that's, that just feeds right into what Alabama wants to do. You know, they, they, in, uh, you know, try to battle you in the trenches on offense and defense. So I think that really plays into uh, to Alabama's uh, hands. Um, again, you're, you're you're correct. I think uh, I haven't I haven't really seen Texas. I know they. I mean, they beat Alabama in Alabama. That's the only game I've seen them play this year. And of course, they you know they're eleven and one, or or what are they twelve and one now? And yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, that that that's going to be a, a a barn burner and a toss up between uh, Washington and Texas. But uh, I do think. I think Alabama could go ahead and, and, and take this whole thing just by, you know, being as physical t- a team they are. And I was telling you guys earlier how that quarterback had, you know, he finally found his niche and what he wanted to do. And they finally found out how to use them. And they just turned, they turned their season around, you know, and then, uh, and, and on uh, SFU, the, the uh, Florida state, uh, their number one alumni, uh, listened to Dion the other day and he, and he agreed with it. He, he said, there's no way you could have left Alabama out of there, you know, and, and, you know, in the circumstances with um, Florida losing their quarterback, you know, so if, if Dion's all right with it, I don't see why anybody else can't be all right with it, you know. So that's just how the chips fell. 
Hey, so the the over under for Texas Washington is sixty three and a half right now. I take the over, which is still pretty, which is still pretty high. So, so, so I, I think, I think that Washington will beat Texas because I think Washington has a better coach than Texas. I think they're two. I don't. I think they're pretty two evenly matched teams. Um, I don't think Sark's. I, I think Sark's a good coach. I think Washington is a great coach because Washington should not have beaten Oregon two times, and they pretty much controlled that game. Um, the second time they played, which should never happen if you have a, if you have, uh, it should, it, it just shouldn't happen. Like if you're, if you're the team that's supposed to be in the playoffs, you cannot lose worse than you did the first time when you play them, uh, in the championship. So, um, I think Washington will, whether it's high scoring, whatever, I think they're going to, they're going to get by them. And I think Bama is going to beat, uh, Michigan because I think Nick Saban's a better coach than Harbaugh. I think Harbaugh is, I think Harbaugh is a fantastic fundamentals coach. And I think that's it. I don't think he's out thinking the room. I don't think he's out coaching somebody. I don't think, I think when you get to that higher echelon of coaches, Harbaugh is not in it. I think he's right at the top of like that next tier down. I think he can get the teams fired up. I think he can get, I, I don't, I do not see him beating Saban at all. And I think Saban will, I think it'll, I think Saban, I think the moment will be too much for Washington and Alabama will get, will get Washington too. That's my thought. So we're kind of all in a that, that, that's that's amazing for the guys that didn't even think Alabama was going to get in last week. But uh, that's true. Yeah, you call you definitely called that because I didn't see I did not see that happening at all. Wait, well, I thought we said Alabama would have to get it. I mean, would have to beat Georgia in order to get it. Isn't that what we said before the game? Well, I for, me I personally, to... I was like, there's no way they're going to jump from eight to four, and they jump from eight to four. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, the question was going to be whether or not uh, that was going to knock Georgia out. Which it did, yeah. It was question, yeah. Could Alabama jump four, and then would would Georgia also fall four in order for Alabama just to get in? Yeah, because yeah. that's a huge that's a huge fall too. I mean, going four to six. I mean, really, it was probably five, and they probably felt bad for FSU, so they made them five. But that's a fat jump or fat drop for uh, for Georgia because it wasn't like they got blown out. I mean, it was a close game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have um, expected Georgia to be number four instead of Alabama. To be honest, um, only because. You know, they lost the final game, a close game in the SEC title game. I mean, I, I didn't th- I agree that FSU didn't belong to be there, but I would have expected, you know, Georgia only to fall three spots and, and then them be the fourth. So I expected it, to, it was going to be Michigan, um, Washington, Texas and Georgia. But I understand, right? Because you can't say Alabama for Alabama. You say, "How can we not be there when we just knocked them out?" We were yet to fill yeah, there. It's because, and it's because they just did it. You know, it wasn't yeah, like yeah, it yeah, was so, yeah, before. Yeah. So, I mean, but next I, I year, get it. But but I knew there's no way you were not going to have an SEC team 100%. in the playoff. Hundred percent. Said that last week. Um, next year, when there's twelve teams, it's going to be bananas, <laughs> and all these teams that are below five, they're all going to get destroyed, and then we're going to have like the same. We're going to have the same four teams in the finals again next year. It's going to hey, be. Right. Revenue sharing, more money. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know how they're going to, if, if they're going to make it a longer season. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they do that. Because right now, as it stands, you have teams having to play an extra game in the playoff now. So I don't know what 12, yeah. how you do that. I, I'm assuming that they're going to, they're just going to play through December. That would be my, that would be my oh. guess. Oh. Is it, so, so we still have like those new, because I mean, moving college football, a big time in college football off of New Year's, that whole thing, that right. that seems like, that seems like one tradition that would be a little, a little funky to to get away from. Or they would play some of those fifty million bowl games instead with some of those playoff games. Have you gone through yeah. the list of those bowl games? They're all terrible. 
Like I didn't see anything in there that I'm like, oh yeah, I need to see that. It's I, it's all teams that are willing to pay money to be in a bowl game. They're, I'll watch the Windex. I'll watch the Windex Bowl. That's the bowl I'm watching. Um, okay last topic we have a couple minutes left um all i've seen on the news since the season's been over for college football is all these quarterbacks transferring um washington state makes sense oregon state makes sense because they're i don't even think they have a conference next year i actually think it would be funny and this would get tons and tons of attention if they just played each other 10 times next year (laughs) just do a. I swear just do a pack two who doesn't talk about that if you if you're just just trying to draw attention, just and this is my this is my marketing thing. If you're just trying to draw attention, if you played each other ten times, that would be hilarious. Nobody they have else. Watch. They have, they have no nobody else. To play. Yeah, exactly. yeah, nobody watch. They, no, they have nobody else to play. Look, <laughs> their own their own fans wouldn't even watch that. <laughs> the student body wouldn't even watch that. They could, yeah, they, I, mean, they I mean, even in the best forth. of series, you had most play a team. You know, seven was the best of seven. So 10, yeah, that, yeah, that's a tough sell. They have, to, they have to do 11, so there's no tiebreaker, I guess. Right, right, right. And they call them, they can call it, instead of the pack two, they can call it the Tupac. There you go. Man, so I'm going to be the pack two, I'm going to be the pack two uh, commissioner. I'm gonna, we're going to make, <laughs> make some changes. Um, so so the, the big ones, the big ones that are leaving, the huge one is Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he's going. It'd be hilarious if he went to Michigan. That would be very funny. Um, but but uh, Ohio State's losing their guy. And Oklahoma's losing their losing their guy. And I don't Oklahoma, I could, you know, maybe I could see Oklahoma coming to USC. But then after watching USC be horrific with a with a guy that's supposedly a generational talent at quarterback, I don't see why anybody would come to USC and play with for Riley. Um, the Ohio State thing doesn't make any sense to me. Unless it makes some, that one makes the most sense, really. Really? But yeah. Ohio State Ohio State pays. The coach is basically throwing him under the bus. Have you heard did you hear what the coach said? Oh uh, no! What did he say? <laughs> he, okay. they, he asked. They asked. He said it's just going to be like a. Uh, uh, they're going to evaluate everything. You know, the quarterback position is going right, to be right, evaluated. Right, yeah. yeah. So you know, and and they're basically saying if they would have had a quarterback, that they would have they would have won. They'd have been in the playoffs. Okay. So I, I can not. see. Yeah. I can yeah. see where that one makes the most sense. Now I was looking at them other ones. You know, half those guys already done transferred like one or two, two times already. You know, and I'm I'm like they should comes up with some kind of rule where man, you can't be just keep on transferring all you know, you know every year I'm gonna transfer. You know, do you just ch- what are you chasing here? So yeah, but yeah, the one that makes the most sense is is Ohio State because he got kind of thrown under the bus. Okay, yeah, yeah, I did I didn't hear that. Yeah, it's it's tough. Like I can't imagine college football rosters are huge, and granted, you you know you have your starters and you have the you have the you know the backup guys and everything. But if you're a college coach, if you have to constantly you're constantly recruiting and you're constantly recruiting your players to stay in the team that you already have so you don't have to recruit more that's that has to be a very hard job on top of actually coaching this there has to be something where you like you can you can transfer like every you can make like one transfer or transfer every two years or something there has to be something because it's just it's brutal yeah, and like okay. you said, like we always talk about the NFL, how oh, they keep going to get these coordinators and stuff, and they never get a chance to you know get any continuity. How are you going to get that? I would, if I'm a quarterback, I wouldn't be wanting to transfer, especially like a senior. You're going to go transfer your senior year. What do you think? You think you're going to really gel into that system, or what? What, what are you trying to get here? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking people see. I think people see stuff like what happened uh, with Oregon, with with Bo Nix. 
he transferred and had and had a great and his stock his QB stock went way up. And you see Burrow transfer from Ohio, but Burrow was a backup, so transferred to, to LSU, and he's like, that's the the only thing I think. I just think I mean I think you have to be a certain mentality, obviously, to be this high level of an athlete. And I think you're whether you really are that 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 dude or not that dude. The idea that you you have it, you have that like that it factor, and if you just need the right situation and you don't have the da, 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 like that, that has to be with the talk that's going on in their head because it can't be nl nil money because Ohio State's got a ton of nil money. You're not going to get much more someplace else. But if you think, oh, I'm that dude, and this guy's this coach sucks and whatever, then he's going to go to LSU or he's going to go to, well, I guess Texas is keeping their quarterback, which is, which is kind of weird with, uh, with Manning. They, they talking the quarterback into staying. So, because I guess Manning's not, not that great mm-hmm. after all that hoopla for where's he going to go? Who's he going to sign with? He's like mm, kind of mediocre. So, um, for the building, building well, time I, in, what do you, what do you got? Yeah. You know, I was going to say, you're right about uh, the Ohio state about McCord getting uh, one. I mean, I feel for him because he shouldn't have gotten thrown under the bus because he's not the reason why they lost to Michigan, number one. Um, number two, and they were actually talking about this even leading up to the game, how the coach had, you know, he's 0-3 against Michigan. And so and and, everybody and, else. And he, huh? And beats everybody else. And beats else. everyone else. So it, it, I don't know if there's any validity to, you know, someone or some team being in someone's head. Um it's right. It's not that Harbaugh is a superior coach. I just believe that, you know, Michigan is just the better team. They are, their style just matched up better against Ohio State when traditionally it's been the other way around. Um, and and that's what's so odd, right? When, you know, when with past Ohio State coaches, it didn't matter who the coach was in Michigan. Um, when, when Urban Meyer was there, undefeated against Michigan, right? And so I don't know what it is. And so, yeah, McCord leaving, I mean, he's right. He saw the right of the wall. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here, you know? So I get that. I didn't read too much on, on the other players, but you're right. I do agree that to bounce from school to school, you know, two, you know, two, you know, three times in a row, that's, that's crazy. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't understand that at all. Um, Especially will, for starters. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm going to digress this for a moment because we didn't get a chance to talk about before we close out. Um, Deacon Hill, you mentioned that the Raiders have have retool, have reloaded. Um, what I mean, I was kind of joking when I made the comment I did, but did y'all actually get some different players, or what's what's the reload you were talking about? Because I'm looking at their schedule, and I'm kind of hard pressed to see whether or not you guys can even finish above 500, because you've got some tough games ahead of you. Well, first of all, we 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 come to the, the reload was our buy. We had a buy. We had to get you know we oh, we okay. came home and we you know we we uh, licked our wounds a little bit and. And we went through a couple things, got some things ironed out, and um, we got the Vikings at home, and then we have, uh, I believe, we have the the Colts at home. Is that right? You got the Vikings at home, and you got the Chargers at home, and the Chargers at home. Okay, you have no business losing to the Chargers or the Vikings. So that's going to put us at seven and seven right there. So we're going then we'll be back in the hunt again. When Vikings we- are a three point favorite. I don't care. Okay. You got the Chiefs on Christmas. That'll be that's and then you got the Chiefs on Christmas. You should beat nope. the Colts and you should beat the Broncos. And we'll and and we'll beat the Chiefs. Well, Playoff the Colts are the Colts are trying to get into the playoffs. So they have, and, but they have Gardner they, Minshew. They're not, I mean, it's, they only and that was and, and that was at Indy. And Raiders typically haven't been a good East Coast team when y'all go East. So or a good West Coast team either. So that's kind of tough. So. Yeah. I'm saying, I mean, if, if you need to win three, three of your last five, that's all I'm saying. 
Just okay, to get... that, that's very possible. Playoffs, yeah. and that's just to get to eight and nine. That's just to get eight wins. So, so you can tell me you're going to win four of the last five games. Come on, man! Commitment to excellence. Let's do this. Good, good luck. <laughs> that's all I can say. Hey, is this show over? It, it actually is. We have a minute twenty-four left. It is. It is over. No, go Raiders! I'm rooting for y'all. I say that every week. Hey, if the Raiders win, if the Raiders win, we'll get another Raiders fan on here so we can we can balance uh, it. Because yeah, we're definitely winning. Mind. I have one in mind. He's been he's been wanting to get on. So if, oh, who, uh, who, uh, Reverend Jeff Moore? No. We have okay. new Raiders fans at church. We need a new church. James House. Uh, uh, Captain. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, that yes, yeah, he'd be a good sure. one. For yeah, sure. I want him on. Okay, yeah. cool. You guys, you guys win. We'll have Brother House on here. And there you we'll, go. We'll there out. you go. Now you're, you're talking, talking about our win and your win. You're talking about the Raiders and the Niners win. It's on the same call. That's good. That, that works. That works. All right, you guys. Niners lose. Hey, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We you won't. said that last we week. It's cool. We won't. I we won't. Every, you, know, you know what? Keep saying it every week. I'm good with it. I, I, I'm good. And I wish you would stop saying that you hope the Raiders win. Stop <laughs> it. This, this, this is going to cut off, so I got to cut it off. Okay. All right. All right, all right. Guys, see you guys Sunday. Okay, all see right. you. <laughs>